0: you're having to put words to how you feel, which is, you know, I'm a big advocate of um, journaling and, and putting words and getting words out of your mind because when they're all jumbled up in your mind, they don't do you any good. They don't serve you. So getting them out, whether you speak them or you write them, is going to be so helpful. Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. Hey there, Supermoms. What you're listening to today has been recorded live inside my Facebook community, Moms Without Capes. Because of this, you may hear me talking to the moms who are tuning in live and leaving comments in real time, but know that the content is super valuable and meant to help you discover and fall in love with who you are underneath your super mom cape. If you want to be part of my amazing community of moms who are getting comfortable with hanging up their capes and be there at the live recordings of this podcast, come find us on Facebook or check out the show notes for the link to join my group, Moms Without Capes. Hope to see you in the group. Today, we're going to talk about how to share your feelings. This is something that I know a lot of moms in here struggle with, myself included. This is something I've been working on. And um, yeah, so I've been on vacation the last few weeks, which is I had an amazing time. And I went to the East Coast to visit my family. We ended up we got went to the Jersey Shore outside of Atlantic City for a few days which was always fun. Oh wait, I do want to write this, say this caveat. That's my dog snoring underneath my desk. He loves to come and snore when I am um working on my computers and come and snore. He loves to come and sleep. And he's a pug so snoring is part of that. So all right, let me just get this situated. All right. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Ani. I'm the host of the Moms with That Capes group. And we want, I want to start off by sharing a story that might sound familiar to many of you. So John and Rachel is our married couple. And lately, Rachel has been feeling underappreciated, resentful, and taken for granted. She feels that her husband, John, has been making all the plans, so she doesn't feel like she has a say in many of the plans, like the, you know, things that they do as a couple and as a family. They've got they've got kids. Um, but today, we're going to focus on just this, the marriage, the um, marital relationship. And although the technique I'm going to teach you will be, you can use it In any of your relationships. So, Rachel has been feeling very underappreciated lately, and she feels that John, you know, has been stepping up, like making all the plans and expecting her to do all the cooking, the cleaning, taking care of the kids, all of the things that have to do around the house. She is feeling because of that, she's feeling a lot of resentment and he rarely compliments her on her appearance. She's just in a rough place right now. And she occasionally will make a sarcastic remark about his lack of attention, but she never really shares about how his actions are making her feel. And she rarely, if ever, communicates him to what communicates to him what she expects from the relationship. Now, many times in the moms of that cave's Facebook group, a lot of the lives and the questions that we ask all have to do with self awareness, because that's going to be your first step right, of of recognizing what it is that you need and want. And if you've been in a long time in that sacrifice mode or that martyr mode, where you are sacrificing your own needs and wants, it may get to a point, which I'm suspecting that's why many of you join this group, it gets to a point where you don't even know what it is that you need and want. Oh my gosh, my dog is so loud. (laughs) So, So it's important to get back to that and like increase your self-awareness. But then the next step would be to communicate what it is that you need and want from that relationship and communicate that to the other person. So, Rachel, um, that resentment is growing to such a point that she is feeling she's considering divorce because she feels so um just not herself in the relationship. She feels like she can't express herself. And a lot of that has to do with those beliefs that she holds, right? Of not feeling that she's worthy or that her beliefs or not her beliefs, her needs and wants are important because she grew up like many of us believing that the culture, you know, like that we as moms or as wives need to sacrifice our own needs and wants for our families. So it's getting so bad that she's considering divorce. Lack of communication, as we know, can be detrimental to any relationship. Right now we're talking about the spousal relationship, but it can be it can be detrimental to with your kids, with family, with friends, with your own parents, right? I mean, you feel that you can't express or that you can't share your feelings openly and clearly, then your needs and wants are going to get pushed further and further to your back burner or to the back burner so I want this to be a conversation so let me know if the story that I just shared with you of Rachel and John if that resonates with you if there's been a time maybe now or maybe in the past where you have felt underappreciated resentful or taken for granted and oh here comes another dog he hears he probably hears Axel which is our pug snoring wondering what's going on in here if you've felt like that Drop a one in the comments. Let me know if that story, if if what I just shared with you, if that resonates with you, where you have felt those feelings. So when we fail to communicate our needs and wants, and we think others can read our mind, it prevents us from forming these strong and meaningful relationships. A few weeks ago, I did a Facebook live, or if you're listening to this on podcast, I did, I think it's episode 92, give up mind reading. And this is, that was the opposite. This is where we think we react on the, what we think the other person is thinking. This is where we assume that other people can read our own mind. Hold on one second. I don't, I, I can't mute this. So, oh, Okay. Oh, you're going to grab the dog. Thank you. you. (laughs) Oh, okay, great. Okay, so no more snoring. (laughs) So anyway, so this is the opposite where we assume other people can read our own mind and then we feel when they can't, which I mean, we're human. We can't read minds when we can't. um, When they can't, I mean, we get resent we get resentful because we feel like our needs and wants aren't getting met so using i statements which is the technique that i'm going to teach you today helps you bring back your power it helps you Get out of victim mode, believing that everybody else is making you feel a certain way and puts you in control of your emotions. Because remember, your emotions and your behaviors are coming from the thoughts that you have, which are stemming from the beliefs that you hold. And so when you use an I statement, you are bringing that responsibility back to yourself. Nobody can make you feel a certain way. My kids, I... They're she made me feel this she made me he made me feel this right that's not the case what you think and what you believe about what that person said or did that's what's making you feel that way it's not what the other person is saying it's what you think about what she is saying that's creating those feelings you are in control of your own emotions and so using an i statement and when i say i statement like I, the capital I, versus you statement. So a you statement, it makes others feel, it, it me- immediately makes them go on the defensive. And it, they are using you statements as blaming and ac- accusatory, and it can lead to making other people feel angry and hurt. And I know you don't want to do that, right? In any of your relationships, that's not the intent. And so when you use a you statement, it puts that blame on the other person, which is easy to do, but we want to bring that responsibility back to ourselves because it isn't, it isn't them that's making you feel a certain way. And so using an I seam, it will also help you increase that self-awareness because you are, you're having to put words to how you feel, which is, you know, I'm a big advocate of um, journaling and and Putting words and getting words out of your mind, because when they're all jumbled up in your mind, they don't do you any good. They don't serve you. So, getting them out, whether you speak them or you write them, it's going to be so helpful. So, when you use an I statement, on the contrary, it is non judgmental. It becomes about you, it becomes about what you are feeling and what you want and what you need in that moment. So, let's use the example of Rachel and John, that story that I just shared with you. And if if Rachel were to use a you statement it may sound like you are so selfish I don't know how you can even live with yourself and immediately John's reaction would likely be to be defensive like to defend himself and say what do you mean I'm not selfish right And the conversation will quickly either escalate or come to a halt where they both end up leaving like end up you know being mad at each other, stonewalling each other. And that's not going to be productive in the relationship. That's not going to help the relationship grow. It's going to do the opposite, right? So when Rachel were to use the you statements, it's not going to serve the relationship. But on the other hand, if she were to use an I statement, it might look like this. I feel frustrated when I come home and dinner hasn't been started. I would like it if you would at least start dinner or start preparing dinner so that when I can get, ho- when I get home, I can rest knowing that I don't have to do everything. Do you hear the difference between that you statement and that I statement? If Rachel were to use that I statement, it brings that responsibility back to herself and it allows John to respond in a way that, to recognize how that is making her feel, how his actions are making her feel. And it, it, I was going to say it softens the blow, but there is no blow here, right? Like it just allows Sarah and, or Sarah, not Sarah, Rachel, Rachel and John to openly discuss what's going on. And it allows John a chance to respond and the conversation to be had. So when they have a conversation, that strengthens the relationship rather than weakens it. So using that I statement there would help fortify the relationship. So there's actually a formula for these I statements that you might want to write this down so that you can use next time to help you express your needs and express your feelings. So one thing that I I often suggest to clients is to download a list. I have a list of feeling words, but it's easy. It's just as easy to just Google feeling words or list of feeling words. And it's going to be like it's going to look like maybe a poster that you saw in a creative writing class when you were in school or something right like just a list of different feeling words or different emotions and so this will help you because we tend to gravitate towards a handful of emotions so it will help you to increase increase your vocabulary by bringing in new words that are actually going to um fully like embrace the emotion that you're feeling. So I feel blank when, or because, and you want to be specific. So with Rachel, I feel frustrated when I come home from work and dinner is not started, right? Like she's recognized, like that's what's creating that frustration for her because she feels overwhelmed. When she comes home and she goes from zero to a hundred and it's just like mad chaos, right? Sound familiar? (laughs) So when she, um, she has identified what it is that she feels, she feels frustrated when she comes home and dinner has not been started. I really want, or I would like it if you would blank. So what do you want the person to do? To help. Remember, them doing something or not doing something is not going to change the way you feel. But you need to be clear as to how they can help change the situation for you. So I feel blank when or because blank. I really want or I would like it if you would blank. There's your formula. It doesn't mean that you're going to get everything you want, but it will definitely open up the conversation and strengthen your relationship with that other person, rather than weaken that. Weaken weaken your relationship. My call to action today is I want you to check out the Quiet Your Inner Mean Girl program. I'm going to go ahead and throw the link in the comment section or in the show notes of today's episode, but this is a program that is going to help you It's going to help you identify and improve your self-awareness of what you are feeling, what you're thinking, your self-beliefs. We are going to dig deep and start identifying and challenging the beliefs that are keeping you stuck and your strengths and your weaknesses and all that. It is a course in self-discovery and self-improvement. So check it out go to momswithoutcapes.com backslash mean-girl and let's let's work together. If you're interested in in receiving some coaching, it's an eight-week program. It's a great start to be able to quiet your inner mean girl and all of those self-doubts and self-criticism and those unrealistic expectations that are holding you back. And when you go to that page, you'll schedule a call and even if you decide not to work with me, you are still gonna get great clarity about what's keeping you stuck, about those beliefs that you hold. So I strongly encourage you to sign up for a call. So go to that, go to that site, momswithcapes.com backslash mean girl, and let's get started. We know that there is power in building strong habits in your life, but sometimes making them stick can be the tricky part. Habits are at the core of creating a life where you feel fulfilled and able to be your best self. Learn how to transform your health, your life, and yourself by downloading my free guide, Building Strong Habits. The link to grab your guide is in the show notes of today's episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Caves podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes, so send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.